Hello and welcome to episode 408. You, they, they, we've been <laughs> conversing for like 10 minutes about stuff we should have been talking about on the hey, podcast. So at this Sorry. point, I'm just like, we're going to start here <laughs> and actually record what we're saying. Uh, I'm back. I'm Hammer. And this is our Week of Geek. This week, we bring you a spoiler-free review of Snake Eyes because only you got to see it. Yes. And then we bring you our spoiler-filled and spoiler-free review of Old because yep. we both got to see it. And then we bring you our review of Gunpowder Milkshake, mm-hmm. uh, and a couple things on nerd news, and one little heavy one, and I'll start with the heavy one so we can get to the stupid stuff after the heavy, because that's what we like to do around I, here. This half part is I, saw, I actually paid attention a lot on nerd news, but I didn't write shit down, and I really need to keep a little notebook. Like, I need to treat it like work, because yeah. at work I literally yeah, have yeah. a notebook. I, I grab my phone, like, and I'm like, ooh, bloop, and I'll pop, and even, like, the notes that I put will be just... Sometimes just abbreviations of like one of my one of my notes is PES and I'm like if somebody looked at that it'd be like I don't know what that is but I'm like I know what that is you know the sad part is I just thought about we could have a joint notebook on our Google calendar yeah I'd just but yeah I mean we probably we probably should and yeah. I actually keep meaning to and I don't know why I haven't I mean, set up I a drive don't either yeah like it's Welcome nine technology. years into this. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so before we get started on doing our normal stuff, Hammer, won't you tell me what you haven't been playing? Uh, I am I mean, not, you're playing something. I am playing something new because I realized, uh, one is the Bane that is Minecraft that I played so... I've played that fucking game more. It's been almost the bad of, like, a level of, like, uh, World of Warcraft addiction-wise, mm. almost. Like, I play it because it's, it's almost it's methodical. You can mm-hmm. get into rhythms, you understand those kind of things, you mm-hmm. know the grind, you literally know everything on those things. Um... And it was getting to the bad point where I was just playing that and I wasn't doing anything. And I realized, I'm like, I need to step back. So I literally started putting, like, a moderation limit of stuff. Like, mm. I'll come back to it in a bit. Yeah. But I am I have other shit I want to do. Um, I haven't beat Persona 5 yet. I'm, But I'm kind of... I'm not um, last ordered out of it. Like, I'm not, like, playing it and then want to step out of it. Or fall in order, sorry. Oh, okay. I was like, I was last with order. Uh, but I, the I, final order. I kind of got. But I'll I'll just need to get reinvested I mean, again to it. It's it's not bored, but you're almost 400 hours into the same game, and, and so second time through. Which yeah, is it. it's like uh, so, and not enough has changed. Yeah. you know, type of thing. So it, it makes sense to where you're just like. Do I want to do all of this again? Well, and I mean, I've started, I've realized I have this bad, it's not, I don't know if it's ADHD, I think it's just, uh, but I'm playing Hollow Knight, because I've I've tried playing a bunch of games, and I keep on losing my attention, that did not help. Uh, so I figured I'd play something that's already on my PS4 that I'd been meaning to play, and it's, it's Metroidvania games. Yeah. It's pretty as fuck, and I really like the music so far, but I'm literally, like, maybe, like, less than 45 minutes in. But it's got its standard, you jump, you attack. The art style seems pretty. Um, we'll see. It feels comfortable and it feels normal. But other than that, I haven't been playing much else besides my, or Minecraft, which is now taking a back burner because I'm like, that's going into. You're getting into WoW territory yeah, yeah, or yeah. Final Fantasy XI territory. Yeah. I'm like, that's bad. Yeah. I, one of, uh, if I was like not an adult, our, I our maybe do that. Tio at the, the local Star Wars tournament. I had a game Tio. tournament organizer. Okay, thank you. I had a game at his house a couple weeks ago and he's. Showed me like his painting area and everything, and I look over and I was like, oh, "God damn it!" I was like, "Is that 14? He's like, "Do you play?" And I was like, "No." He's like, "Well, you should play." I'm like, "No." My wife and I met playing 11. We played 11. It was real bad. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 
I know that I would be just as bad with this game. Yeah. So I can't do it. Like <laughs> that's uh, no, that's yeah. th- that is where I, I I even told Jackie. It's like, ooh, I think this is getting bad. She's like, are you okay? And I'm like. I don't think I'm moderating myself well enough, mm-hmm. so I'm going to step back from that. So I'm playing something a little bit more linear, which is good, because linear keeps me on a path. I did finish Man in the High Castle, and I gotta say, man, that was an ambiguous ending that kind of felt very mm. blah. I was reading it online because I literally had to read, like, do one of those things, which is never a good thing, where it's like, explain the ending to me. Because <laughs> I'm like, I watch this show, right? Right. Um, it just kind of ends. It, it's, it does end like with like deaths of certain characters and stuff like that, but it's very ambiguous. And which apparently is the end of the, end of the yeah. series. Um, you know, the the Reich people have not necessarily fallen, but America seems like it might be getting close to unified. There's a portal to another world. There's a whole bunch of other shit. It's oh, it gets it gets wonky later on, but it's mm. it was in, it was good and I liked the Elseworld stuff. I actually the second season was kind of meh. I liked the first season. I liked the third season. This last season was interesting and i looked online and i realized why is that they knew that they were getting canceled after fourth season so going into fourth season i think it was like literally an episode or two in they knew that so they were able to divert themselves and say hey we need just wrap mm-hmm. which is good because most people get like no it's good to, to they get a episode. my name is earl yeah they get an episode or they get nothing my um, name is earl yeah that's fucking bullshit that show is so good but that <laughs> and they, that lack of ending sucks these aren't darnell's kids oh fuck um <laughs> I forgot about that show, and I saw I it pop up again. It was good. That show was great. Like, it was really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if I could recommend Man on a High Castle, honestly. Ooh. Like, as in, like, the way it ends, and that last season, it was satisfying enough to make me feel like I didn't say, like, a waste of my time kind of thing, but at the same time, it wasn't like, holy shit, this was really good. This is an ending that really stuck it, and this mm. is a show that I felt like the ending really needed to stick the landing. It was okay. It's yeah. weird though because I saw the dude in old who's uh, the head Nazi Reich Marshal in this. He's the crazy old dude. Okay, I'm sorry. No, no, that, no, that thing was good. That that gives up a little bit, but not. I can, too I can. Much. That part. I don't no, you won't. I mean, I did last. You have time. to post this tonight. So yeah, that's I like, did yeah. last time. But um, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So because so I was he's, like, he's, which guy? There's a bunch of guys. I was like, Gabriel Garcel. Whatever, but uh, yeah, the the older guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So it was weird seeing him. He's in yeah. the trailers. So it's fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll, so I'll, what about I'll, you, Ben? Um, we've been watching Shadow and Bone again. Yeah, uh, I remember you were really invested in it. You were curious about it. It's fine still. Yeah. Sarah loves it because it's angst, and <laughs> you know, duh. It's fine. Like I'm. I'm hoping that this is one of those shows that's they've already agreed and they've already got everything mapped out for three or four seasons. Mm. So the first season is like, look, this is a lot of lore and we're just shoving it down your face so that you kind of like Game of Thrones. How Game I mean, how Game of Thrones had things, but like it's like you need to know all these names and all these areas and all these things and blah, blah, blah. So that you like, cool shit. Oh my God, I it's, can't keep any of this track. It's kind of like doing homework for a show. Yeah. And they're basically like, hey, you're going to really enjoy it later on. We promise it's going to pay off and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Oh, like I'm I'm tired and we, we stopped watching it for like a month or two because a lot of things came up. And they referenced somebody else. And I was like, do we know who this person is? And she goes, I think it's this person. And it turned out to be that person. I'm like, uh. But I, t- 
I totally forgot. And I think this is one of those shows that I'll watch it, and then if I go back, I'll be like, okay, now I kind of know what's happening. Like with Game of Thrones, like, yeah. I kind of want to go back to watch. Uh, I got through the first two episodes, and then I got distracted. To get to season six, at, at the the series finale of season six. Yeah, exactly. Because um, I, I at least would know what's happening type of thing. It's fine. Uh, I don't know if I can recommend it. I think I'm in the same area of, like... Yeah. I don't find enough of this to where I'm like, you should watch this. This is awesome. You're also watching something that's not finished, which is so freaking weird for you. Yeah. Yeah, we don't do it very often. I mean, we've done it. It depends on what comes up because we watched, uh, I can't even think of the name of the show now, but that had. Uh, uh, Comedy or uh, sci-fi? Uh, Cara Delevingne and Oliver Bloom. Oliver Bloom. Is it Oliver? It's not Oliver Bloom. What is it? But Legolas, the... Oh, Orlando Bloom. Yes, Orlando Bloom, but... The, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the, what you're talking about. Shit. The thing on Amazon Prime. Oh, like, yeah. Know, yeah. We watched that when it the came... The Elf from, one. Fun. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of the name of it right now, but like... That's right. I think it canceled anyways. I'm not sure if it's coming back or not, but... Yeah. Whatever. Uh, so we watched that... Carnival Row. There you go. Wow. I know. I'm surprised, too. I thought, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it came into your head, and you're like, well, that can't be it. You push it aside. It's like, no, it really is. <laughs> uh, when it comes to playing, I actually started playing Resident Evil 7. Mm. Um, okay. I don't know if I don't know how to play Resident Evil games the way they want me to play them. But this is like, the first person one, too, right? Yes. Okay. But there's... Relatively early on, you're in a house, and you kind of come around this corner, and this dude pops out, and he, like, looks at you, and he starts coming at you, and you're like, okay, I gotta run. So you kind of run and hide, and I'm hiding in the kitchen underneath the, the or behind the counter to where, like, you don't know I'm here. Mm-hmm. And he just busts through the door and murders me. I'm like, you don't know I'm here, <laughs> type of thing. So... I do it again, see where the trigger is. You know, he he does, he triggers at a certain point, so I know. This next time, I walk slowly without, before he turns around and notices I'm there. So I walk slowly around, get behind that counter, and I hang out there. And I'm probably there about five minutes. And he kicks through the door and kills me because he knows I'm there. And I'm like, and it gives you this warning, it gives you this thing of like, you can avoid X character by hanging out in shadows and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, how does he know that I'm behind this counter? Like, yeah. So, it wants me to hide somewhere else, I guess. It's, so instead, to teach better. I just lured him into where this area was, and there's two doors that exit. And I exited the other door and ran down the hallway, picked up this key that I found, ran to the end of the hallway. He comes around, and I kind of run around this chair and run around the other hallway and unlock this thing. And he beats me up with a shovel, but I had enough health to where I went down to this cellar, and he's like, "All right, well, I'll see you later." I'm like, "That's." Not the way you're supposed to play this, but like I, you're not really telling me how you want to play it. I want to play it without going to a guide. Yeah, I understand. But I'm probably gonna have to end up going to a guide at some point. That's kind of how I felt with We Happy Few, honestly. Mm. Like, as in, it's it doesn't it's it says it's kind of a linear or slash open world story, but it doesn't really teach you how to do things, mm. and it's very ambiguous. And I had the same thing where I'd approach to get something, and I knew this was supposed to start a quit a quest, and then I realized when I finally got it done, and I definitely didn't do it the way I was supposed to. 
because I caused all the alarms and shit like mm-hmm. that. And then I find out that's not the quest, the quest I needed to go to. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I've heard a lot of good things about Seven. I have too. Um, it's the same thing with Village. I've obviously all the damn memes and shit. But I've, oddly enough, never played a Resident Evil game, really. I think Ooh. I played a little bit of 4 and a little bit of 5, but I've never beat a Resident Evil game. 1, so. 2, 3, and I never beat 4. But I played 4. is supposed to be the best. It is. <laughs> never beat 4, though. Uh, okay, so we're going to go ahead and get to our... Movie reviews. Yeah, it's no, weird to have our show back. Multiples. <laughs> um, we're gonna start with you. You went and saw Snake Eyes. I did. This is gonna be a spoiler free, so you're gonna give basically what you got in the trailer, yep. which you see Snake Eye or uh, Snake Eyes sta- saves Storm Shadow's life. Mm-hmm. Storm Shadow's like, well, come hang out with my family because we're ninjas, and he's like, okay, because you know it's all about family. Try to say it in like the Vin Diesel voice, and I can't do that. Family grouped. Yeah, and then eventually, and then they kind of figure out that Cobra exists. And yeah, they fight a little bit. Yeah, I mean that's like literally if you're like going piece by piece. Honestly, I forgot that they even mentioned Storm Shadow. Like I had they I, don't. Okay, so that's the thing. Is like Not I, in that's the trailer, why they want... but it's. You see, the other dude is all is dressed in all white, so and that you're like, "It's Storm Shadow." I didn't want to spoil that again because I like I could assume, but I like, mean, I don't remember them saying like, it How again this? in the trailer. I don't know that it's Storm Shadow. Yes, but it's a ninja who, who wears a lot of white, wears all white with two swords, and he's brothers, quote unquote, yeah. with Snake Eyes. If it's not Storm Shadow, there would have been hell. Rained upon Paramount. Yeah. I mean, no, I know. okay, that would have been a big deal. Nerds would have been all upset about it. I mean, nerds are upset about the movie, anyways. Um, like He Man. I saw the I saw a review on that one. I was like, holy shit! Well, I saw one of our friends reviewed it. Oh, did they? Yeah, it was uh, our friend Paul. I oh. mean, Paul Paul no, stereotypically hates no, things, so I always kind of love reading his reviews because it makes me happy. Because I'm like, oh, <laughs> that doesn't count. He yeah, hates everything. I know he does. So. Um, so, uh, what is it? With, uh, you had it pretty much, very much as an origin story, it even says it in the damn name. Yeah. They picked Snake Eyes because obviously Snake Eyes and Storm Channel are the two fucking most popular characters out of all of G.I. Joe. Let's yeah. be honest, they're, they're the ones you ninjas. really care about. Um, this one really and has... And they play different dichotomy with the good guys in black and the yeah. bad guys in white. <gasps> so strange. Um, but, like, yeah, in the 80s, you didn't see that. No. It was, I mean, it was the idea of like, hey. The black, the, the, the bad guy always wore black, mm-hmm. and the good guy always was wore evil. white. Like, that's, that's how mean, it was. For and, the longest time, I wanted Storm Shadow because I thought he was the good guy. Because oh. he was, that's the whole thing. I didn't want Snake Eyes because I was a bad guy. Um, as like, you know, how young I was. And like, to your point, that's the dichotomy I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're right. It's very much an origin story. It shows them both meeting. It shows the idea of like them come together. It shows the whole idea of family. It shows like the training montages and stuff like that. There are quite a lot of fights. There's a bit of rough CGI here and there, but that's what I kind of expect. Nothing nearly on par with the bullshit we saw with the first GI Joe movie, but it's more in line with what we saw with the second GI Joe movie, where there is more action that looks kind of cool with some crappy CGI, but it's okay and tolerable. Um, it gave me strong Tokyo um, Tokyo Drift vibes, as in the way Ugh. it. Pa- well, have this. I'm gonna paint a picture of this. I like Tokyo Drift. So that's not a ter- that's not a, a big affront, but an idea of like how it idolizes Japan. 
Okay. When you go there, it it um God, what is it? It fetishizes Japan a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of things it does. I mean, Ghost very... of the Shell kind of does the same thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah it does because it talks about Tokyo and all this mm. stuff. But like the way that um from a Western perspective, that's what Tokyo Drift does is like it's the stranger in a strange land kind of mm. stuff. So it does that whole idea of him being going into Japan, and you get to see all the the stereotypical like, hey, we're gonna see crazy shit of Japan, and I'm like, seems a little out of place, but okay. I'm like, I'm watching Tokyo Drift again, but. Um, you do see hints of Cobra. They are definitely doing world building, which is kind of really strange. Again, when I saw this movie, I didn't expect them to try to do world building, but they are doing a bit of world building. Um, overall, though, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. And it's you not, didn't want to see this. I didn't want to see it. Um, I enjoyed it. It was weird, though. Like, the whole movie just had a weird feeling because it, it felt like they wanted, they expected, it's like a... They treated it almost like a Marvel movie. They're like, you're excited for this. But I was like, no one asked for this. Mm -hmm. And no one knows if they really care what comes after this. Because my next question is, who the fuck other origin story are you really going to do that people are going to care about? Cobra Commander. That would be kind of fun. That, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Other than that, no. I mean, there are (laughs) things I can get into spoiler and stuff like that, but obviously I won't. Um, Yeah, I'm not going to say anything else that's not in the trailer, but... I enjoyed it. It is not great. But I didn't expect it to be great. And I think going in with those lowered expectations gave me a fun... Like, I saw this before I saw Old. Okay. And I think that was the right choice. Like, I went to it and I'm like, I had fun. Okay. It wasn't... I'm not going to be, like, saying lauding its approvals. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be, like, super balls deep in whatever they do in the, the G.I. Joe-verse. G.I. Joe EU or Extended Universe or whatever they decide to call it. I don't know what they would call it. G.I. Joe U or something. G.I. I imagine they're trying to set up a Joe and Transformers kind of crossover thing. Oh, that'd be fun. But or they, a I Transformers like Fast and the Furious type of thing where you might as well just, like the last one, you fucking just have Bumblebee like, it's family! And Vin Diesel like jumps in. He's like, family group. Like, just, just fucking do it at yeah. this point. You flew, you went to space in the last one, so why not? <laughs> I still haven't seen Fast Nine, so I I'm not seeing it. But I, I mean, I'm gonna. See it's it. in a trailer. Yeah. Um, but they're like, we're in space. I was like, Jesus. I think you'll have fun. Okay. Obviously, there's Asians galore. You're in Japan. You're in Tokyo and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I. I'm curious to see what else they do. I just don't know. Like you sold me on it. If they did to Cobra Commander, but I'm like, all right, cool. Let's see a villain. Let him be a terrible person. That'd be fun. That would be nice. I, think I like won't. this. Because you can't have villains be villains anymore. I can't remember if the, per- the character or not was in the trailer, so I won't talk about that. Yeah. But I was going to say, they did a they did portrayal of a character that I was much happier about. I think Baroness is in the trailer. Yes, Baroness is in the trailer. Okay. Because she's I like, like, I've been looking for you too, Snake Eyes. I like this better of Baroness than the crap version of it before. Uh, Sienna Miller or whatever. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, she okay. was cute and pretty, but I didn't like the character. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I would say go see it. It was a fun action flick. It was dumb. And I needed dumb the before fun. old. It's totally fine. Yeah. Uh, and the second movie we both saw, and this is going to be spoiler free. We'll come back later like we usually do with our spoiler film reviews. Tweets. What? I mean, it's, it's Shyamalan. <laughs> with, our, with the twist. Uh, old is the story of some people that get together and they go to a beach and they age. And they can't the end. And they can't leave um yeah the end yep. like that's the trailer yeah it is um 
I still don't know how I feel about this. The movie or Shyamalan? The movie. I still like Shyamalan. Well, the reason I bring up Shyamalan is that it's hard to separate him from his movies. And, like, you have an expectation when you go in to see a Shyamalan movie. You know what type of movie you're getting. It's like Nolan. You know what type of movie you're getting when you see a Nolan movie. You know what type of movie you're you're getting when you see a Shyamalan movie. Which is a disservice, I feel, sometimes now. Because now you're like, okay, where is the twist? Exactly. You can't just tell a story. It's like, well, there's going to be a twist. Where's the twist? What's the movie that we saw with, um, from him that we didn't know was from him? It wasn't. Was it Devil? No, we knew Devil was his. Or he produced Devil. He produced Devil. But I'm trying to figure out, like, did we know the... We knew that the the visit was his, mm-hmm. right? Maybe I'm thinking of something else. But I was trying to think of, like... I think we knew that everything that was his was his. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but we remember Devil with the trailer come out. We're like, ooh, this looks really cool. And we're yeah. like, oh, no. Um, I, I didn't like this, and I didn't not like it. Okay. I think that's a fair way to walk out of this. I, I really like the concept of the story, and we can't really get into that mm-hmm. until we get to the spoiler filled. Um, but it just felt long in the tooth, unnecessarily. Okay. And it didn't. The payoff at the end didn't pay off. Like, when I got to the payoff, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. I, I like the it. concept. Yeah. But I'm just like, I I just left the theater and I was like, okay. Um, okay. Like, where some of his other movies, like, I feel I'm the only person that actually loves The Village. I, no, I like love the village. the village. Where I was like, I'll watch this again. It's pretty. It's fun. But it's there's so much to it that I'm like, yes, I'll watch this again. Sixth Sense, Unbreakable. Yeah. You know, all of those I'm like, yeah, I'll watch those again. This one I'm like, um, I think I might be one and done because I don't see a reason to watch it again. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. Like, I don't see there any reason to rewatch it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how i feel i i think i just feel like i liked it more than i disliked it gotcha this is definitely a, a no on seeing it in the theater there's no reason to see this in the theater uh this isn't a this isn't an experience movie it's whatever um i feel that you can get the same experience at home that you get at a theater with this one uh Like I'm so conflicted. This th- this one's actually really tough. I'm I'm gonna say see it, but not in the theater. Wait till it comes at home. Probably wait till it's free on a streaming site. Um, and it's it it feels like a one and done type of movie because you like when you saw Six Sense, mm-hmm. you were you. The second time you went through it, you were like... You are looking for everything. Holy shit. And it's all there. And you're like, oh my... This is brilliant. Yeah. Um, Unbreakable kind of had the same thing. Yeah. Uh, Split did too. Like, I just love watching it more. I mean, McAvoy is... He's astounding in that. Like, even if you don't like the movie, if you don't like McAvoy's acting in it, then there's something way wrong with you. (laughs) I was like, I feel like you would have liked at least one of the characters he played. Yeah. Uh, This, I'm just... Okay. This felt like an idea for an episode of Lost. Hmm. Um, especially because you even had the, the one dude from Lost. Yeah. 
Um, again, I, I'm... Wait, where's the guy from Lost? The, the Asian dude. Is he from Lost? He was in Lost. Was he? I thought he was... I actually have no idea. I thought I thought he was like one of the dudes that was in like Walking Dead, but I have no idea. No, I'm pretty... I'm almost 100% sure he was in Lost. Okay. Um, but see it, I guess, but wait till it comes to some sort of streaming site. And we'll get way more into it yeah. when we can. Uh, what about you? Um, I definitely see where you're coming from. Uh, the twist felt... It didn't feel... It it, it it was understandable. It explained some things, but it didn't feel satisfying. I think that's the part is... The, like, the endings uh, didn't feel satisfying. Um, but I will say, like, up to them and watching the character drama, stuff like that, and watching the characters interact, that was enjoyable. There are some parts that went on definitely too long, and I wish they would have amped things up a little bit because it would have it would have played with the people better and just kept on ramping. And that's the thing I like with a lot of the stuff he plays with tension. I think it'd be really interesting to watch this and just constantly build the tension. And then that um, the crescendo it hits when it's not even done. It's just when almost the characters are kind of almost understanding what's going on. And they're kind of almost accepting. And then it just gets interesting and it's a different perspective on mm-hmm. like life and everything like that. So that part I liked. Um, Again, I didn't like the ending. That's the my probably the part that I walked away the most disappointed about. I actually would say see in theaters, but the main reason I would say if you're like me and you watch this at home, you're going to get distracted. And I think you're going to miss out on the, the parts that I enjoy about this movie, which is the character moments, the interactions, the speculation, all that stuff. That's the part I enjoyed. And I really enjoyed watching that in a theater because for me in a theater, that really amps up the thing of... My phone is away. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw elbows at someone if they bring their phone out kind of shit. Like, it's going to cause me to focus. But I can tell you at home, if I were to watch this, I would not have the same experience. Okay. That's why I'd say go see it. But I do, you have very valid points. And I have, I'm interested to talk to you more about mm-hmm. those. So I look forward to that. But yeah. yes, I would say go see it and see it in the theaters. But no, it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie. So you know that whole thing. But yeah, I do feel the, the quote unquote twist at the end was just, it was okay. And that made that cheapened the experience a little bit. Okay. All right. Well, we'll come back a little bit later with our spoiler-filled review of Old. Um, how do we want to do Ted Lasso? I kind of want to do Ted Lasso at the end. Do you do want to the end? Do okay. you want to do it spoiler-filled or? I mean, I know season two's just starting. Well, that's what I, I like. Do we just do one thing at the end? Yeah. Or do we do it here and just do a spoiler-filled of it? We can talk about. I guess Ted Lasso's not as big as like Marvel, so we can just do it now. Do you want to? I mean, it's it's a year out. Yeah, I think it's fine. So we watched episode one of Ted Lasso, a uh, European football club. (laughs) You're right there, buddy. Fucking soccer Uh, has fired their manager and has hired an American football coach Mm -hmm. to be their head coach. He knows nothing about soccer nor anything about England or the culture or anything. Um, And the reason he has been hired is the wife slash ex-wife of the owner of the club. It looks like she got the club in a settlement divorce and is trying to basically destroy the team. Um, So her husband husband gets to watch. It's major league in Europe. I don't remember the plot of Major League, so I'll believe you on that. Major League, she wanted to sell the Cleveland Indians, and in order to sell them, they had to finish uh, like last in the division and make 
Take the make, you know they couldn't cover their their books and I then gotcha. she could sell the team or move the team or something like that. That's essentially what it is. Um, you liked this a lot more than I did. I did uh, because you sent me a message saying you wanted to just power through it, and I, did. I didn't want to respond with, "Well, that makes one of us." Yeah, uh, that definitely makes one of us. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to respond then. Yes. Um. This was a TV show. Yeah, Jason Sudeikis is, is got some charisma with this, and I want to see how he goes about doing the show, mm-hmm. um, especially the part where he's covering up the, the girl's uh, chest. In yeah, the, in the locker room, she comes in and she thinks he's all uh, sweet because he he's being modest. Yes. Yeah. Um, I wonder if this <laughs> is a case. Well, I know, but again, like I know you give. Three shits about soccer. Um, and I wonder if this is one of those shows that is made for non-sports fans. Or non people that are non-sports fans. Because, like, like, for me... I'm All like, sports I, shows yeah. are. You have to. Because you can't so make you have to a go sports for the show. Audience. Yeah, you can't make a sports show based around sports. Your sports can be there, but yeah. it... And it can be the driving point of your plot, but you have to have your characters and your... You know, I like I like Jason Sudeikis. He has a shit to me. He has a shit ton of charisma. He's the obviously the driving force behind mm-hmm. the whole fucking show. I don't know his his. I mean his, his like him his, his coach his coach. Yes. I like his coach. The, the I don't know who his coach is, but I like his coach. Those two together, but like those two, like they're they're like lovers thing between the two of them because they're like they're very much one of those like hey you're so close to someone on the hip that they know you well mm-hmm. enough. Um, but like though like him because he's the brand name. The coach, because of the dynamic between the two of them, like that's the driving force. I don't want to watch more of the show. Is I want to see more of just the awkward. It's awkward situations. But to your point, if it's the reused concept, but I liked it a lot. I, it's funny to see you not, but I mean, I mean, I see why you wouldn't want to mainline it at that point. <laughs> but I know you heard a lot about it too, because I heard a shit ton. I've about heard it. a ton about how great it is. So I was like, all right, well. And and maybe it gets better, you yeah. know. But I also heard how great uh, uh, Letterkenny was, and I don't know what everybody is smoking. Maybe that's the problem is I don't know what everybody's smoking, so that's why I don't like it. I, mean, I never saw it high. I never saw it drunk. I just enjoy it. It's <laughs> again, it's highbrow redneck humor. But um, I I love I love seeing this. I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm curious to see if you have to if you want to tap out for this. I mean, we could have been watching Man Masters of the Universe. I'm so interested to see this. I mean, I'm curious. Yeah. After reading, like, again... After reading the praise and the hate? I haven't read the praise. I've only read the hate. There's so much hate. Oh, I love it when people are divided. It's so much fun. Uh, but, like, now they're turning on their own with Kevin Smith type of thing. Like, it's, it feels... Oh, yeah, because it was made by Kevin Smith, right? Yeah, it feels kind of weird, and, but... I haven't seen it. I, I want to get to it. I'm sure Sarah doesn't want to watch it, so I might be able to just power through it one yeah. day. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm going to finish Ted Lasso. We'll see what yeah. happens. But um, So for streaming movie. this week's streaming movie, Fuck, we, have a lot. We, we had a suggestion from our one of our listeners, Christy, who wanted us to watch Gunpowder Milkshake. Yes. We both actually wanted to see this one, too. Yes. It was, it was already on our list. Yeah. So, like... Cool. Yeah, done. Easy. <laughs> uh, it is uh, Karen Gillian 
plays a hit woman. Yeah. Who kills a um, an mob Italian bosses. mob boss's son by accident, apparently. Um, did I miss it, or did they not really explain why they were there? They never her? really explained why they okay. were there. They just said she was on a job. The she job got job. botched. Yeah, okay. Um, At least that I remember. So the mob boss is basically like, hey, we need to go kill this woman. John Wick style. I mean, like, but that's kind of like, <laughs> it's a very, yeah. Mm. Wick-ish. Um, and she ends up running into her mother who ditched her like 15 years ago. Yeah. And they have a bunch of librarians that are also hit women. And, um, yeah. They have a little girl that she saves after accidentally shooting the guy's That's, father, yeah, yeah, yeah. which was yeah. just a happenstance thing for her finding him. Like, that was never supposed to be... Well, I guess it was. She was supposed, she was supposed to, to find him, but she wasn't supposed to kill him. Yeah. And he reached for the phone, yeah. and she didn't know what he was going for, and just kind of... Reflex. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the the villain. That dude's voice is is good. Is just different. It's gravelly and mm-hmm. gross and and intimidating, and it's just all of these things. Like, I don't know if I could sit down and talk to the dude for a long hmm. time because it's so and I'm like ah. but whenever he's on screen and I can't I've seen him on other things but I can't yeah. think of it off the top of my head I'm like just fascinated with him talking to somebody he doesn't even have to do anything but talk to somebody and it's just a commanding presence he reminds me of the dude who and again this is a weird poll but I, it's because I popped up my Facebook memories of um, Constantine, the guy who in the movie Constantine, the one with um, uh, fuck, fuck, Keanu Reeves, Keanu, yeah. Um, but it has the guy who plays Satan in that one. Oh god, I, you know who I'm talking about, though, right? Yes. And he has such an interesting voice, and he played it so well because I love that character and I would uh, that actor, and I would love to see him in other. He's stuff. in Until Dawn. This is a video game. Oh okay. <sighs> I've seen him in other things. But I yes, can't think of being I in. love him, but he, his voice reminds me of this guy's. They're different, very, very different. But like the idea of how uniqueness it is. Hell, even the dude who's in um, Mandalorian, who's like, I want the big Warner has all yes, very unique mm-hmm. voices. They're all very vastly different. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. They're all very much. You hear them, you're like, oh yeah. Uh, I love Karen Gillian. She's, She's precious in everything, and it's. I think it's a problem in this a little bit. She. She uses it to her advantage of of she looks dainty and mm-hmm. cute and precious, yeah. and then she's murdering people. And you're like, yeah. Um, I kind of knew as much. It's okay. The I don't know what they were doing here. Um, there I are know the s- nods they were doing. There are scenes that are super awesome, and then scenes that are the fuck like i would be into it and then i'd be out of it and i'd be into it and be out of it like the the scene where her arms are numb yeah it kind of reminds me of guns akimbo or so fucking like stupid and i loved but it was fun. every second of it but she's just like swinging her yeah, arms around so and I'm like, oh my god this is stupid and i love it the the car chase scene where she's the girl's driving and she's like hard left yeah um but like, then you have stuff like the bowling alley, which I didn't like. 
And for me, I didn't like. I thought they were trying to do a nod to like Kill Bill. I liked it, it didn't go well, but it was shot badly. Okay, I would. The agree cinematography that. on it is bad. It like, didn't make it look. Good. Yeah, no, no, like no. The no, actions. No. There's it does that a lot, and it looked like the things looked very choreographed. Like, and again, to your point, that shot badly means it's not gonna. It's gonna show too much. And I like seeing... Or not enough. Like, yeah. sometimes they're close up and you can't tell what's happening. And then we'll do random slow-mos where, like, Zack Snyder filmed this. And you cannot make me think that he did not film this. There's a lot of slow-mos. I don't remember the slow-mos, to be honest. There's but, a... again, I would agree with you on the idea about there are some fights that are really fun. And there's some where they're really cool. But there's some times where they go too long. Or yeah. they overstay their welcome, or to your point that they're good concepts, but they're not done well, which is sad because I think this movie's got style, but it's not. It it, it feels misplaced a lot of the time. It feels like it has its own voice while using other people's mouths. Okay, and That's that, a way to put it, but... right? But like it, it, it's like we're doing this, like Baby Driver. Okay, Baby Driver has its own voice, and it's Edgar Wright. Yeah. This feels like Baby Driver, but they're like, well, we're going to do that thing. And not the director, because I don't know who the director was, but the the director doesn't have their own voice. They're, they're using somebody else's There was a vision. lot of, um, not mon like, uh, what is it when you do, on not honorifics, but shit, I can't think of the word. Basically, not montages, but they're basically trying to play homage. They're all, mm. a lot of, there's a shit ton of homages. Oh, yeah. There's obviously the ideas of like pulling to a John Wick, even to a like a Atomic Blonde, because of the high saturation rates. It's more like Atomic Blonde. There's like the action shots, the idea of going after like the mob boss is very much John Wick like. The idea of like there's very much the Kill Bill aspects. There's a lot of stuff there's, in there's here. There's dread the at the end. Yeah, yeah, which just keeps on going through people and stuff like that. It, it's not disjointed is what kind of came to mind, I guess. Um, also, my thought is that there's sometimes where literally it felt like they had these amazing setups and all like that, but someone just got the camera and moved it in the wrong place, and they never replaced it back to where they should have, and they just kept rolling. And I was like, ah, oh, you could have. Like again, the bowling scene, bowling, um, bowling alley scene, scene just sticks out in my mind. Of, I should be excited. The laughing but the way, scene, I didn't need. Yeah, I was like, but I don't. I don't know what you're trying to do. Or I think I know what you're doing, but it's not going well. Right. And, like, I feel like you could do more dynamic shots. You can do things and make it look better. But it looks bad. And other times it's good. And other times I just felt like her character was just... It's Karen Gillian. Couldn't get past that part. And her character just looked lost the entire time. Which I was like, okay. I, I like the... I can't think of her name, but the Asian lady that's in Shang-Chi. Yeah. She was cool as shit. She's really fun. I like Carla Guiliano or whatever, the the one girl that died. Yeah. She was in San, uh, San Andreas. Oh, she was fun. Um, also, hot librarian vibes. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, they... Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Um, like, I actually liked the librarians. And even the little girl was not bad. And usually, kids is, is tough. Yeah. And the little girl was fun. Yeah. Paul Giamatti's amazing. Like, I love that dude in everything that he does. I just... This... It didn't feel like somebody wanted to make this movie. They wanted to make John Wick or Baby Driver or X other movie. Yeah. And they were like, well, let's do this. Yeah. Um, it's not bad. No. And this is one of those... Netflix, Netflix gives movie. you... 
Netflix used to give you, didn't it used to give you like five stars and you could do stars? Yeah. And now it's up or down. And I'm like, well, fuck. I gave it an up because it's better than a down. Yeah. Um, But I would give this a solid three. Yeah, this is right in the middle of like, eh. (laughs) Like, fuck, I enjoyed stuff like Boonraku more than this. And Bunraku is very much the same damn movie. I mean, Guns of Kimbo, I like Guns better. Kimbo. I mean, like... Guns of Kimbo's stupid. I mean, shoot 'em up was as well. Like, you can name a lot of these dumb... Smoking aces. Yeah, and it's, it's they're all yeah. the same kind of genre yeah. of, like, high style, high fashion, pick this, have cool action scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was, again, it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, give it a watch. It, it, but uh, at the same time, like, I don't think you're going to be totally amiss if you watch this and do something else. And that's sad. In my point. Ouch. That, that's the way I felt about oh. it. Like, I got I like that on a poster. Yeah. Watch you, this. Watch this while you're doing, doing something, something else. Oh, God. I mean, that's the problem is I, I played on my phone. Because I was like, okay. Oh. I couldn't keep my interest. Wow. Like, 100%. And you still gave it a thumbs up. I still gave it a thumbs up because it's not bad. It's just, it's okay. Yep. Okay. So I almost would say Snake Eyes was better than this. Good. Yeah. It's, Excellent. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Um, so for this week's stream review, we have another suggestion from Christy. And we're not picking on you. Keep bringing them. We'll yeah, watch no, no. Them. We'll watch them, obviously. Um, Jolt. I have no idea what this is. I have no fucking clue either. This is on Amazon Prime? That's just said it's Amazon Prime. Okay. Wait. Cool. It's not, it's not Jolt, the animated movie with the... No, it's Bolt. That's Bolt. Yeah, that's Bolt. <laughs> Oh, and like, it's not, I've it's seen not that. Voltage or whatever it was, the Jason Stratham, Jason movie. Oh, the one where you had to keep going where his heart... Yeah, Crank, that's crank. what it was. <laughs> Somehow they had a sequel. <laughs> I love, oh, I love Hollywood. Uh, all right, so as always, if you have anything you want us to watch on basically any streaming site, we've got them all. Just, yep. just name it. We'll, we'll, we'll figure, figure it out, out pretty much. We'll uh, do we have Showtime? It's looking a little yeah, little. we do. Do we? I do. Yeah. We have to use that one too. I got so many now. It's like you almost need an ag- like I. It's sad. It's you want an aggregator. It's like going. It's going full circle. It's, like I just want one thing that'll search all the streaming sites, so I one can go do it. Literally, I do Google and then like try to figure. That's out. what I do. We're like, okay, we're watching. Well, where is it at? We have to. This is stupid. Mm-hmm. That's why you, I use Google. I'm like, but the problem is Google doesn't always get it right. It's like hey, no, go to Hulu different premium. regions. Yep, yep. Well, that in Hulu and Amazon, you can get stars showtimes and max all those through them so or, it's like hey you can get it yep but you have to pay it but i'm like just tell me it's cinemax or something like that i have the fucking service <laughs> uh yeah let us know any site we'll watch it um yeah so we're gonna go ahead and get to this week's nerd news there was actually we, stuff were you gonna say something oh no, you know there's actually stuff uh i'm just trying to remember it all we'll we'll start with the bad <laughs> activision and blizzard are being sued by california which is super nice um, for basically creating a hostile work environment for its female employees. This is right off the bat of Ubisoft doing the same. This they is, had theirs too recently. This is nothing compared to like Ubisoft wishes. Well, I would say, I'm sorry. They wish they had Ubisoft's. Problem. I have. Like, I, this is real bad. Like the Ubisoft oh, one. A I woman committed suicide. Yeah, and then they on a around. vacation. And then they pass around pictures of her. Yeah. And I was like, I read some of the things because I had a, there's a bunch of reaction videos. Dude. About it. The ones that I was reading or watching was the ones where they're like, I'm going to read verbatim from the statements. Yeah. And then I was like, oh. and they're, they're literally going like, I'm just going to read and just scroll through the whole thing. 
The shit's fucked. It's real bad. And then, of course, the CEOs have come out like, oh, we we're, we we apologize. We're going to do better. And it's like, no, you, you're you not sorry for this. You're sorry that this has come out because you're sorry you that you've been caught. This was happening. Yeah. This isn't anything new. Yeah. This isn't like this happened last week and you had no time to to, to do anything about it before the story got out. Mm-hmm. Like, this has been building You've been for caught with your hand in the cookie jar kind of thing. Like, there's been shit going on and you're just sad that you got caught. Yeah. I, I don't know what they can do other than fines. Because you can't... Like, you can't take away their IP. No. You can't split up the company. No, I mean it's uh, the problem is it's got to be a it's going to be a long it's going to be a long drawn out very expensive process and I don't know if it's really ever going to hit the mark like I don't know what the mark is no because Just, you can say don't do that but you can't undo the shit you've done in the past right. and, and you still have female employees that are there and you still have people that have done terrible stuff that are still there yes. in high ranking places yeah. that don't want to lose their jobs and they're going to flex and are going to make life miserable for all of their employees but yeah. especially the female employees which it doesn't help no i mean when it's back to that idea of like i mean i feel like we were here oh, fuck i'm trying to think of the gamergate stuff like that about like people like which was just like well a that was about ethics and gaming the, journalism those ethics and gaming journalism but it also <laughs> went into the idea of like i say that all the time for no reason like Cleaning the dishes or whatever, so everybody's like, oh, did you put the dishes in the dishwasher? I'm like, no, this is about ethics and gaming journalism. And I'll walk out of the kitchen, and she's just like, what the fuck? Because she doesn't understand any of that. So she I, goes, guess, I guess I don't fully understand that either, because I just recited along with you, and I was like, yeah, sure, why not? That the, was... The, 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 the gamer gets But it, the, the, I mean, like, as in, like, I remember that. I remember the idea of, like, the sad part is, I am not surprised. No? Like... Am I the, am I surprised by the the documentation? The developer that brings about? you Call of Duty is a toxic gaming environment. Yeah. What? That's but it's not even the it's not even the gaming environment. It's just that I'm not surprised that gaming culture is still so toxic to people of again women transgender. Um, if you have different Asexual. sexual preferences, if you're neurodivergent, all this shit like that. I am not surprised. If you are not white male, you're still yeah. And even like, like it's just I am not surprised that that is the community and that that is the take on it. And the biggest developer is the biggest problem. Yeah. <laughs> and again, I remember like the we were talking about it a while about like again I know Ubisoft is going through something, but when you read the shit, I'm like, I think yeah, Ubisoft, Ubisoft is like, probably thank you. thanks. <laughs> I, they're like, yeah, that's terrible. I'm like, as you know, we're not as bad. <laughs> And I'm like, that, that's, a, that's a terrible swing <laughs> yeah, to strike. That could okay. be the email. It's bad here, but it could be Activision. <laughs> that would be really fucking Jeez. Um, Jesus. I, again, it's one of those things that part of me is like, it's I'm mortified. I'm not surprised, which is the worst part. But I'm also worried that it's just, we have, we have goldfish memories. Yeah. People are still going to buy Activision shit. Oh, the... People are still going to be working there. The people that are in power, they're still going to maintain. So it's one of those I'm very well, disillusioned on that. I know they had, like, I saw there was a uh, a WoW sit-in. So a bunch of players logged in and just sat yeah. in, in town. And people were like, cool, we're going to protest your product by using, using your, product. your product. Yeah, And a lot of people were like, well, they're, they're on six-month subs. Like, I guess Warcraft has 
year subs, six months, whatever yeah. subs. And they're like, so they're probably people that have already paid for it. Like they can't, if, even if they cancel it, they're not going to get their money back. So blah, blah, blah. And my thought is they don't care about your money as much as the traffic. Yeah. Because that money's already there. So if they look one day and they have, you know, 147,000 people log in, whatever. It's probably way more than that. Yeah. And the next day they have 10,000. Yeah. They're going to see that. And that's going to make them crap their pants. They don't care if you log in and just sit there. Yeah. Because you're still you're an active. Yes. You are still a participant. Yes. Um, everybody's going to forget when the next Call of Duty comes out in a couple months. Yep. Because it's Call of Duty. Oh. It's. As a society and a planet, we've made progress. And then you see stuff and you're like, fuck, we've. Have we made progress? It's one of those, like, it's one of those, like, the idea that we've done, it seems like a novel amount of progress. Yes. Like, it is minute. And it's very, again, that's the whole thing of, like, I don't have belief that it'll stick around, that people's outrage. Outrage culture is a thing. People get outraged, they like to be outraged by it, and I'm like, they should be. The problem is they don't turn it to action. Or action doesn't happen quick enough for people to jump on and stay with it. Well, you also have a problem with people are outraged because it brings them attention. They're not even outraged. They're just joining on whatever they're outraged over, and then... They make it about them. Then it goes away. I mean, again, we we talk about this quite frequently, but we stay pretty politically clear Mm -hmm. on here. But, like, Israel and Palestine, what, a month, two months ago, was everywhere... And I guarantee you, I've heard death nothing. Is still happening. Oh, I, I, people I, are still being moved <laughs> around. People are still being murdered constantly. But we and I've heard on, nothing because we have the Olympics. Nobody talks this. about the Chinese oh, the concentration the, camps. They don't even talk about the for the Uyghurs. Yeah, like they haven't talked about the which. which I don't like that word. Well, it's, I, I know why. It's, like, it's, I I'm like, well, that's a real, it's real. Close. But it's a real, it's a real phrase. Yeah, yeah. But like, they haven't talked about that. They haven't talked about the idea that fucking Beijing. Like, you know, everyone was all excited about Beijing. Or not Beijing. Sorry, um, Hong Kong. But I'm like, Hong Kong's going dark. Like you just saw they did with the newspapers. They just mm-hmm. do it. Like, we just sit back and watch. And, and we, keep, we we care for a day or two, and then be like, well, we. Yeah. We need to care about something else. We need to care about... I would love it if action was actually a big thing. But, I mean, it's like there's upheaval shit. Like, I can, again, we like you said, we keep ourselves pretty neutral on things. But, right. I'm like, there's a lot of fucked up shit out there. And I'm not trying to dissuade it. Just saying, like, I really wish we would stick to something. Like, I think that keeping Activision holding their guns and making them feel pain of saying, like, you can make money. But, no, you do this kind of shit, you should not make money. Yeah, I don't... I, like, I don't know what can be done. Um, I don't know what sort of sanctions or anything you can put on them um, because you don't want to cause them to it, there's fire a, everybody that works there because the people, people that, that weren't, are, impa- weren't impacted will lose their jobs yeah. or whatever and you, and it's not fair to the people that weren't impacted at all yeah. and the people that were victims that may still want to work there because they like what they do or, or whatever they become victims yeah. again like it's I don't know what you can do, but you you can't let them just get away with it. Yeah. Because then Sony Santa Monica's like, well, we can we can take a slap on the wrist. You yeah, know, it's like, oh, and, wasn't that bad? You know, yeah, exactly. You make an example of like, no, <laughs> you don't do this shit. 
<laughs> yes. Okay, so let's get to, to like happier nerd news. Um, news story number two. Steam is going to release a portable Switch. gaming uh. system. The Steam Deck. Okay. It's like a Switch Mini. Or Switch Lite. I mean, it wishes it had the Switch's battery light. Like, this is... I don't know what who they're... Mar- this is a great idea. I don't know who they're marketing the idea to. Because it gives you access to your Steam library. Which is a big deal. Which is a big deal. But if it gives you access to your Steam library, you probably have a computer at home more powerful than this mm-hmm. docks dis- system. And this dock system has to be connected to Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. If you're connected to Wi-Fi... It's not really portable. Well, typically you want to be connected to your home Wi-Fi because if you're connected to any sort of other external Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. you're open to hacks mm-hmm. or whatever. Unreliable Wi-Fi. Like, this feels like the PSP Go. Remember when that came out and it was like, all your games are inside this thing. And people are like, we don't fucking want that. And people are like... Why? You, you do. You just don't want it right now. Yeah. And now everybody buys their games digitally, and PSP goes like, "Fuck you." Yeah. I don't know who this is built for, and it has a battery life of two to six hours. So the battery life is stupid. Um, and I, I just I have the idea of who it's for, but that's only because I live in a house with a switch, like, um, and my wife and I. She'll she. The only reason my my switch right now is on the dock is to charge. Sure. It is never played on the TV. It's always played remotely. She doesn't take it out of the house very much, but she'll play it remotely in the house while watching something else. So I get the point of, like, I can see the the, the appeal of the Steam Deck. The problem is most of the but games I play on PC. the Wii doesn't do things better if you put it on the dock. Yeah. It's the same. Pretty much, yeah. Your PC is going to do what this system does better. And you're going to have access to your games, essentially, the games that you're playing on your PC that it does better. Like, I just... Again, I get part of it, but I don't think it's... I mean, I'm not caring about it, but I'm not talking about like... Like, the only thing I've played on my PC has been fucking Minecraft. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. I still haven't played a single game on my PC. My game doesn't blow P- my mind. My gaming PC. I, I still think you should sign up to, like, Epic Game Store, at least get, like, the free games every Thursday. So you can build up a library of eventually things you might want to play, but... Uh, uh, oddly enough, I was actually looking at Warcraft 1 and 2 for $12 or whatever. I mean, they have the Battleforged edition for 3 but I'm like, I I still love I love Warcraft, Warcraft 1 and 2. I, 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 but, like, I don't have time to play more games on another... On more system. things, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, oh, time. This... Big adult sucks. It's not for me. I I don't know who it's for. I still think this is a you're you're too early on this. I didn't see what they if they put a price out for it, did they? I didn't see a price. They may That's... have, but I I know they put out a uh, a pre-order you could pay to pre-order. Which seems like it seems like a stupid idea, but now with PS5 and Xbox, probably not a bad idea. Yeah. Did we talk about the Switch OLED? Oh, was that last week? The Switch Pro? Yeah. The Pretty Switch. Sure. No, the Switch OLED. Yeah. Because it's not the Switch Pro. It's literally just a nicer screen. Yeah. 
Breaker my dip. So stupid. Um, at the same time, like my thought is, I didn't really care about it anyways. I'm like, I'm not ready to buy another Switch anyways. But but, it's Nintendo. I'm not surprised. I don't know how they're gonna continue. Like these games are gonna get better, and I know that they're running like a lot of their stuff is running cloud based. But even then, it's still not as good as the other two competitors. I my thought is they're gonna release when this is just a step. Yeah, like it's like literally the incremental things like that make a little bit more money. They push themselves a little bit. In another year or two, there'll be a Switch Pro or something. I guarantee that part. Or, I'm not or surprised. Switch you. <laughs> switch you to what? Uh, to the Xbox system. Yeah. <laughs> uh, news story number three. This I know you didn't see this, but Pro Evolution Soccer has decided that this year it is going completely digital, and they are now doing it as a service. So we've talked about this before, where, where you can uh, buy the game up, once and then pay for updated teams, pay for updated rosters. teams and rosters, and any sort of changes they make. I think I think this is a step, and I, I'm sure the others are watching this with for sports. I mean, yep. and for this is PES, which is not PES, right? Yeah, Pro Evolution Soccer. Yeah, yep. like that's a big fucking deal for yeah. like as in it's a global game versus yes. just like you know yes. NFL or like whatever Madden which Pez is and just Fief, I think Pez and FIFA are the biggest sports they games global including I like South believe, America but I'm not and like Europe and shit like that okay, so that's soccer. a big fucking deal talking um, soccer twice on one fucking podcast I love soccer you know me um, I mean obviously I don't really care about the, it's a big deal for gaming as a whole I don't care about the game itself but it's a big freaking deal mm-hmm. I mean, I'm surprised that it hasn't happened sooner. I thought yeah. Madden would have made the jump to this. Yeah, but they sell millions and millions of copies every year, so why would you? I mean, they could still send millions and millions. They just space it out differently. They, they have to adjust their model. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Pez is adjusting their model. And you're right, everyone's going to watch because they're going to be successful, mm-hmm. but success is going to have to be redefined. Like, how do you measure your stuff? How do you measure it? You measure it in subs. Okay, but now you have a more consistent workflow instead of spikes. You have to realize it's not based around releases. You're based around updates. Again, all that stuff is right. fascinating shit. But the fact that you can do updates... I mean, I don't know if they do it now. I They, they might. I haven't played sports games in a long time. But you, if you have a trade, you can have an update like right then yeah. and there. And be like, oh, everything's gone. I, I, or injuries or whatever, if you want it to be real life. Um, I think kind of fascinating. You I mean, you change could... all of that stuff. I, now they might have that, and I don't know. Like I said, I haven't played a sports game in years. I'm I'm so out of the loop when it comes to like fantasy sports too. But I'm like, I feel like that's a good way for them to key into that kind of crew as well. Like, I think about it in the terms of we used to make a joke of um, when the elections are going on when we're in college, we would put on we would name two characters in Smash Brothers. Put them the highest difficulty of AIs and just watch them beat it up, beat each other up during election night because that was our thing we would do. Um, but I feel like you can do something like that in like Pez is like you can almost get like spectator modes or something like that and do like fun theoretical things with fantasy football and stuff like that or fantasy soccer. I mean, stuff. that is one thing you could do is if you have two high because there are a lot of uh, athletes and celebrities or whatever that play Madden or play yeah. NBA. You could sell five dollar viewing tickets, pay per view tickets to watch. Two celebrities play a game and just like yeah. talk to each other. I think that would be a huge boom. I, I think that's again them changing their model, changing what success is, and again how do you determine profitability and how do you determine like again revenue streams. Right. I'm curious. That's again, it's a big fucking deal. Yeah. It's as much as like a big deal as in like 
Assassin's Creed or something like that taking a year off. Like, those are big deals because it's them breaking the model to mm. do something different. I'm curious. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're going to get to this week's pod question, which was brought to us by me, and I wanted to know what television show would you like to blip out of your memory so that you could watch it again? <laughs> well, um, what did you go with for your answer, my good man? <laughs> um, Very good, huh? It was, I mean, it's hard. So, um, I danced between two things, which I probably, you're going to laugh at me a little bit. One is Stargate SG-1. <laughs> but I don't know how well that would age again, because there's a lot of nostalgia to it. And yeah. the other one was How I Met Your Mother, because I had such an investment in that. And I actually had it, I liked the landing of it. I was going to go with How I Met Your I liked it. You... I told you, it, I, there's a post that literally says, I saw it and I liked it. But I also predicted it. Yeah, but... Um, I went with How I Met Your Mother. Okay. Because I, I feel like SG-1 wouldn't like last that well. No, I don't think SG-1 would hold up. And I think a lot of the love for it is is nostalgia-based. Um, which I get, because like, even when I watch Next Generation, I'm oh, like... Yeah. Space uh, Kills, first episode. <sighs> okay, this is... I mean, I love this show. I don't know why. <laughs> um, what about you? I actually want to do... Now, like, I would love to experience Lost again. I was waiting for you to say that. Uh, I would love to experience Lost again. But I actually went with Quantum Leap. Because I love Quantum Leap. And it was so different. And every episode was important. Um, and there was it, a lot of social issues, too. It is heavy... Um, and I'm going through it as an adult watching stuff and I'm like oh but to see that stuff as an adult for the first time as opposed to like I watched the whole thing as a kid yeah. so like bits and pieces of shows I'll be like oh I remember this happens or this happens as I'm watching it like to know none of that going into it I loved Quantum Leap and I I don't know how it ends uh, you can smile on my so Sam and Ziggy end up switching, or not Ziggy, uh, Sam and, uh... Ziggy's his robot. Ziggy's the robot, what's his... I can't remember the game, but I didn't hear about I can't remember Dean Stockwell's name, but they, I, I believe, I believe, I'm all, like, it's been, that they switch places. Because they can't break the cycle? That's something, I can't remember why, but I, I believe they switch places. Um, or he takes Sam's place so that Sam can go home. Something. I'm, I'm, I want to watch it all again, and I think it's on Prime. I'm kind of fascinated about that because if you think about it, it talks a lot. Like, there's a whole I remember the issues. episodes. Yeah, there's a shit ton of them. And yeah, they're... like there's the issue of JFK with JFK and Lee Harvey, and he's trapped in Lee Harvey's body for too long, so he starts to become like Lee Harvey yeah. Oswald. Like, ah, yeah, I love Quantum Leap. Uh, okay, what about you for this week's pie question? Um, I know we watched um, Shyamalan movies. I'm not going to ask like Shyamalan movies, but I am going to ask suspense because that's one of the things I really think that's different than like um, thrillers, different than stabby, different than horror. But I want to know what is your favorite suspense movie? Okay, and it's a pretty wide open thing. Yeah, I'm it just kind of curious, like because anything could be suspense if you think about it. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm going to check and see if this movie qualifies. I'll I'll, 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 I'll Google and see if they. Put it under suspense, and if it does, that's uh, that's where I'll be going. Have you seen the new trailers for Candyman? No, I have not. Oh, I can't wait for you to be scared shitless. 
I mean, I'm going to see it. Yeah. I still haven't seen Us, though. I need to finish Us. Yeah. Because it's still from Jordan Peele, right? Yeah, but this is, like... Candyman's also Jordan Peele. And this is Nia DaCosta. He's an executive producer, but... The, oh, okay. But this has a woman directing it. She did something else I can't think of what she did at the moment, but, uh... Yeah. I mean, it's probably going to terrify the shit out of me. Um, all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to... If you don't want to hang around for the spoiler-filled conversation of old... You've been listening to episode 408 of Sprague and Say Geek. So, Sprague and Say Geek, I'm back. And I'm Hammer. Embrace your geek. Have a great week. You're really dark in here. <laughs> I am. Uh, okay, so, old. Um, we learned that through um, basically prescription receipts, these people have been selected, uh, selected to get a uh, vacation, essentially, to this secluded island or whatever um and m night Shyamalan (laughs) literally takes them to the beach this is the most active role i've seen him like persistent wise usually he has a a walk on and then walk off yeah he he had a uh sixth sense he was there because he was a doctor oh um but this is i think even longer than that yeah um takes these people to the beach this beach is secluded um when they get there they find uh, mid-sized sedan. Yeah, I know. I love. I love his. <laughs> I wanted to name. make sure I got his name right. He was a, a famous rapper. They find him there. He's just hanging out. He's the only person on the beach. Um, some kids are playing. They give them a ton of food. Yeah. The kids are playing hide and seek. Um, the boys hiding, and he basically Lady Gaga bumps into him. Um, <laughs> And she's dead. Was that Lady Gaga? No, but no, because like no. no. Um, they, you know, they they obviously think that it's mid-sized it's sedan. sedan, and he's like, "Look, it wasn't me." His nose is constantly bleeding. They're like, why is your nose bleeding? Blah blah. blah. Um, and then things kind of start slowly happening. Like uh, another group shows up. Yeah, another group shows up, and then the grandmother dies. Um, yep, the grandmother dies. The kids are talking about how, like, their clothes are fitting a little tighter or whatever. They're really hungry. Um, and the kids are eating a, a ton after the grandmother dies. The dog dies. The kids are... Now, like, teenagers like, and like, stuff. Yeah, and they're, they're t- the two kids are talking to um, the the black lady and the Asian guy. Yeah. And he's like, all right, you guys are, like, seven so, years old. He's like... Or he's like, or he's he's like, like you're, you're 12. like, 12. It's like, no, I'm six. He's like, no, you're not. And they're like, they're fucking with us. Um, the the beach basically infects people and speeds up your cell growth. Yeah, it uh, basically moves you along the fr- like it's a twenty four hours. Every, they said I think every thirty minutes was a day. Yeah, is something that they said or whatever. I think it was more than that. No, I think it was every thirty minutes they aged. They no, because it's twenty four hours. It's only one day that goes by. Yeah, but that's and that kills them and brings them up to like almost like in their thirties and stuff. Oh, it's fast. Year. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, one of the the kid, one of the kids impregnates one of the girls who because was, they're they were both six basically when they got on they the didn't beach. understand that and they're going yeah. through literal puberty and they're like, well, this feels good. Well, and and in the background, he's like, I thought it takes like ten or eleven times when he's talking to yeah. his dad. He's like, no, no, just just once. Um, more people start dying. You start to see like they figure out that everybody who's there has something wrong with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like they, the wife the, has the tumor. The calcium deficiency. Oh, shit. Uh, a wife has a tumor that's, you know, 
three millimeters in size. And then they start... In theory, uh, you have a woman who has epileptic seizures all the time. You have a doctor who's having a mental breakdown. It looks like he's having, like, dementia. Uh, possibly dementia or just some sort of nervous breakdown. Yeah. Um, mid-sized sedan, his blood can't clot. Yeah. Um, and so you've, you... you you go yeah, through that. Like the other woman who uh, went swimming had, fuck, I can't remember. Uh, MS? Uh, MS, yes, 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 yes. So everybody there has something wrong with them. Um, they start to see like a camera or whatever on the on a ridge on a mountain. Yeah. Uh, every time they try to leave either through swimming off the island or going back through the way, they the caves out. that they came through, they pass out. They essentially realize that they're aging the outside world isn't aging, so it's kind of like coming up from outside of from really deep water. You can't just come up; you have to come up very slowly. Yeah, and they can't do it. Um, yeah, and then people just kind of like start dying, either naturally or unnaturally, mm-hmm. because you know the girl tries to like climb up the top. She yeah, passes out. She, and she passes, dies. That was kind of rough when they're she's holding on to the baby bones. Oh, and, and then she, he gets it, and you see ash, the dust flying yeah, out. Oh, yeah. fuck! That was. Um, yeah, it's the concept of this is really good. Yeah, and even the 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 reason why they're on, on the island with with the the lab. Are you gonna hear a little bit of our? Hold on. What the heck was that? Well, that was interesting. Yeah, if you hear it, there's a automatic cat feeder that. Yells at them to come eat. And they yeah. they both went running to go eat. That was very little chunkers. Um, it's an interesting concept. Even the end with the the lab of like they found this area and they started using it as a way to test out. Yeah, as opposed like, to years for research, they did something and they could get test it and try years of day. research every day. And you know, I like when they show up with the people to show up to the island. The resort ladies like here's your specially brewed cocktail yeah. of like oh I see like. All of that's really interesting. It just, yeah, yeah. Like it just there was something just not there that needed to be there. Um, it felt like a Twilight Zone episode that went on a bit longer. Yeah, and yeah. again, that's the point. Is like I like the character. I like seeing them slowly realizing them doing the problem solving, trying it out. Like the whole thing with the woman with her tumor, and they literally have to hold the wound open, which yeah. is intense. Like even the whole idea of like the guy being like um, the dad who starts losing his sight, getting sliced by. Again, the older guy who's from Man in the High Castle who just keeps slicing him and he heals, slice and heals, slice and heals. So him and his wife switch up so they can heal enough and get a little time to breathe, essentially, while getting cut kind of shit like that's neat. The whole rust thing of like, hey, oh, cut. that was like, I like that. The calcium thing and the woman, how her arm breaks and heals wrong. Shit like that was cool. The whole thing about that a baby couldn't live because there's no way it can get enough mass. Yeah. Like that stuff, like it was, it was really like that part. I liked it, it was really well thought out. That whole shit was kind of neat. But again, just, I like the concept, I like this, the idea of everything. It just part of me, honestly, I don't know if I would have been happier, but I almost kind of wish that the people didn't get off, like get through the coral. Like I felt like that was kind of a a way to get a unha- like get a happy end. But I don't think we really needed a happy end. I think it would have been more fucked up. To not have a happy end. Right. And then just them accept that idea of acceptance. Like hearing like the, the father and the mother going like, you know, I don't know why we were wanting it off. We're like, you know, it's okay. You can just accept I'd life and be them. That. Yeah. I like their arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, even yeah, the that. kids like having the kids like saying like just 
you know what? I don't think people get to be a kid when they grow older, but we get to be that whole idea. Like, have that and just have them pass. And then have the idea of the thing, and then it starts again. Yeah. That would have been... I and and you still get to see the... The lab and stuff. The lab, and, and that's why you're doing it. Because now, it, I mean... I would have liked that better as a loop. It makes the lab the bad guys. Yeah. And I get it, because you're kidnapping people and killing people. Yeah. Um, and so there's... it, But they're doing a lot of good and I, and I know it, it sounds but like <sighs> I again I feel like my part to correct it is without them making it off through the coral like don't even have that like just let it go let them die and let it repeat and saying like isn't that fucked up mm. because then it's also an allegory with the whole or not an allegory yeah an allegory about the whole thing that we have with testing and with medical technology and how things are withheld from people and stuff like that and all that shit and that would have been fascinating and fun I, I didn't I almost didn't like the making off because it just felt forced okay. and maybe yeah. that's my it, that's my part it wanted to give you a happy ending yeah yeah I could I could see that or even them making it off the island the the helicopter like drops them back on the island or something of yeah. like no you, you don't make it off of this thing um but the cop was, yeah, I, I just, yeah. He, again, the, I really like the story and the concept of it. I do like your idea of not of them not making it off the island. Uh, I feel like that was a rewrite, to be honest. Yeah. I feel like them making it off the island was a rewrite. Because mm. I feel like that's not something he would have normally done. I don't know, maybe. Um, well, in the village, they make it out of the village, quote unquote. Yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard does, and yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like your idea a little bit better of of them staying on the island and dying on the island, um, and even maybe he writes a note in that that code that he he had, yeah, um, and then maybe somebody else comes along that finds that code, and the, you know, yeah, something like that. But yeah, um, I, I, again, I still still don't know how I fully feel about this movie i again i like it i just again it's that whole thing i'm like i like i keep up with that i'm like oh i would have liked that so much better it would have been more intense it would have stuck with more with mortality <laughs> and it would have been like the almost idea of the absence of consequences like we were just talking about the whole blizzard and thing like, <laughs> that, like the absence of consequences for big business and stuff yeah again i still say see it in the theater i i for me and it's because of that reason of like that suspense it's the reason of the question like that suspense of like what the fuck is going on I enjoyed that until mm-hmm. I got to the end and I was like meh but yeah I see I I, I, I don't disagree with anything you just said uh, alright 408 thanks for hanging around we'll Bye. see you next week for Jump Cruise woohoo I just have bad chance. I have bad time keeping my attention lately. Like I did, um, what is it? I'm playing Hollow Knight right now because there's other games. <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> you can fear it. Hi there. Oh, oh, oh. oh, that's oh lovely. No. If you... So welcome. <laughs> 
to the podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna make uh. that time note because I don't know if I really I might put that at the end, but I don't uh. want anyone to have to listen to that. <laughs> that could be the hidden sound yeah. of the cat horking. Oh, oh my god, that was cats are the worst. Thank you. Cats don't care. Thank you, Bass. I appreciate you. <laughs> it's right there. Oh <laughs> fuck. Um. I might put like a little like disclaimer there saying like, hey, uh, if you oh, don't like the sounds of cats throwing up, please don't listen. Oh, that was brutal. Oh, good lord. Um, anyways, <laughs> cats okay. okay. 